we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Southern Charm New Orleans Recap. I know we've been kind of MIA a little bit, but we are back on track because this season is getting crazier than crazy. Again, I'm with my co-host and roommate, Kelsey Corley. Kelsey, how are you doing? I'm very good. Um, and this is the Hot and Broadwood podcast. I totally forgot to mention that at the beginning <laughs> because my brain is somewhere else, clearly. Um but this was a good episode. I think it set up what the second half of the season is going to be. Definitely with, um, you know. Reagan and Tamika. Yeah, Reagan and Tamika. And now, is it Team Jeff or Team Tamika? That was another really big thing that people were asking on Watch What Happens Live when Tamika went on Watch What Happens Live. So, you know, and she was even like, I can't say. You mean Team Jeff or Team Reagan. What did I say? Team Jeff or Team Tamika. Oh, uh, well, no. It's I was team like, I missed that part. No, and then team Jeff or Team Reagan. Sorry about that. Um, but she said she, we're going to have to wait and see, which makes me think that she's going to be Team Reagan at the end of this and not Team Jeff. Definitely. So something's going to Definitely. Go if you follow their social media, that's definitely what's going to happen. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. It's going to go down. But let's let's recap this episode to kind of see where everyone stands. Um, the Friendsgiving ends. We have like the aftermath of... Jeff finding out that Reagan was pregnant from his friend Doug, which, by the way, did a little bit of social media research. Um, Doug is a dentist, and Kelsey, I think, is a dental like nurse or something for him. Is like works for him, which I thought was really interesting. How did you find out? Why do you think she works for him? Well, she keeps posting stuff like dental, like this dental group, and then his like dental, like they go to dinner and stuff, and his boyfriend works for the dentist. And they go out to dinners. I just am using context clues. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm almost positive she works for Doug, the dentist that told Jeff. I don't know, so I can't correct you. Me. I know. These are my theories that I put out, my own social media detectiveness. Um, I know we kind of touched on this last time, but did you think Doug had a place to tell Jeff? Absolutely not. Exactly. Not a place to tell Jeff then, not a place to tell him at all. Yeah. Like, definitely not in the middle of filming. I mean, I thought it was kind of noticeable that Jeff felt the same way when he was like, you know, I am not shouldn't be telling you this, but definitely. I found out tonight that, you know, Reagan is pregnant. Mm-hmm. And when he said, you know, you shouldn't be finding out this way, you could I, tell he was, like, a little pissed. Yeah, I think Jeff was also looking to see um, who would be shocked by the news to see who knew and didn't say anything. You know what Which I mean? Which was everyone. Yeah. And and I like, everyone was just shocked that he I didn't, didn't know. know, which I don't really believe. I think they were shocked he found out. I don't believe that they all thought he he knew. Yeah, that was like the thing that I I was a little bit halfway on because clearly everyone was keeping this secret from Jeff. So if they were like now they're all like, Oh, he knew the whole time. Like I get where Tamika's coming from where like how could you not know if you and Reagan are really as tight as you guys are saying you are? Then you should know that she's pregnant. She should have told you this before I mean, but there's an engagement. The other, the other layer is Tamika doesn't actually believe that. She thinks yeah. it's fake. So they, I think that was they were like kind of all smiling internally because it proved their point that their friendship and them getting along was really fake. Well, 
Um, they they all kind of work Jeff through this. He ends up being fine. He brings out a pinata for Thanksgiving, which is filled with peach snaps and extends. Yeah, which I was like in dollar bills. I oh. was like, what well, give kind me those of, dollar like, bills? Hooker Mardi Gras, like pinata is this? Also, while Jeff was screaming about finding out about Reagan, Tamika goes, "I feel the same as you, Jeff," which was like. As like as far as I'm concerned, that's a full on admission that like she fully believes that that Reagan's cheating, uh, or cheated. I mean, and Tamika, that she feels betrayed by it too. Tamika said on when they were doing that question and answer that we saw on Instagram their stories. Do you remember how people were like mm-hmm. shooting them questions? Tamika said she did not think Reagan cheated on the, that social media answer thing. She didn't say it that clearly though. She's, it she's was like, like still sh- had like a shady tone. Well, I inferred it as she was saying that Reagan wasn't a cheater. So she's defending Reagan, which could just be because of what happens in the second half of the season where she wants to yeah. side with Reagan. So we don't know because clearly this group is great at keeping secrets, backstabbing each other and not literally giving yeah. a shit about each other because they're friends one minute, not friends the next. But they are, I feel like they all really do care about each other they, and they're very authentic it's and very genuine. It's very Vanderpump Rules where it's like their family at I wouldn't this point. say it's Vanderpump Rules because that's some crazy ass shit no one would forgive anyone no, no, for. No, 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 I'm saying This stuff is minor petty arguments except for Reagan and Jeff. That's some real shit. Everything else is petty and minor and easy to get over. They should be able to get over it. It's just nice to see mature people on reality TV for probably the first time ever. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't saying that they were their actions are Vanderpump Rules. I was saying that their familial unit and how this sh- before the show and after the show they really are like friends is so deep. And I think that's why we get such real moments like Jeff freaking out and Tamika being like, you know, I feel the same as you because these are like really showing the grains in the relationship and how close these people really actually are. It's not just like a housewife where they're like pulling in random like Tinsley's mm-hmm. and I feel like the Vanderpump people are with each other out of desperation. Like we got, we must make the show continue. I mean, at and this you know point, I love yes. them, but at like, this point, yes. But I, I mean, the concept of it, the, the concept, okay. how how they started before you know now that they're just forced to be with everyone's exes. Um, John had the best advice. He said, "Have a funeral for Reagan. She's dead to you," and that's exactly what needs to happen. I mean, for real, it, it's at the point where it just needs to be over. We get a few like clips of like them talking about Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving actually happens. It's Tamika's actual birthday on Thanksgiving this year. Um, Reagan's with her new family and her like actual family, and all the friends are together. And that later on, Reagan is offended by that. No, Reagan's offended from the the friendsgiving. But that was on Thanksgiving. No, 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 no. The friendsgiving that Jeff had. That's the friendsgiving she was upset by. That she wasn't even invited to that in the first place, and it was kept secret from her. The one that Jeff found out that she was pregnant at yeah. was his Friendsgiving. And she was upset that they had that party in his house because okay, Thanksgiving so, they had it at Kelsey's house but, at Justin's. Oh, okay. Okay. I see. Justin's I was like, was but there. he was with them. Okay. I yeah, see. Yeah. No. I understand. Um, but Jeff calls Reagan after Thanksgiving and it's basically like. I know your ego's prego. Yeah. And Reagan's like, well, I think it was unfair that you didn't invite me to Friendsgiving. And he was like... The two things are not comparable. No, not at, at all. all. And she's upset that he was throwing this party in their house 
Which, which I, like, bitch, you lost that in the divorce. I'm sure you settled, girl. Yeah. So it's his house, and he's allowed to have his friends over if he wants. He doesn't have to do everything with you. Clearly, you guys aren't as tight as you are claiming you are. Yeah. He doesn't even know you're pregnant. So he had every right not to invite you. And she has the audacity to say, at least people are concerned about you. Yeah. I feel like I have no friends like, at Could this she point. sound more selfish or more like a narcissist? She's just, I, I wanted to tell you. I really did. Then you should have told him. He's your ex-husband. Clearly, you guys still have a relationship of some sort. I mean, it's really painting Reagan in a bad light. Like, there's no way she can come back from this. It's really showing that she does not care about her friends at all. And she's just using them almost to, like, be on the show. Like, her life is completely separate from all the rest of these people. Mm -hmm. She's just acting like she's a part of the group at this point. She's, like, trying to, like, force her and her disgusting, creepy baby daddy fiancé husband into the picture. And it's like, get him the fuck out. Get him the fuck out of the picture. And he doesn't even want to be there. He's like, take me back to the ranch. Like, I'll Bring come back to for the, the wedding. <laughs> He's like, I can't do this. Uh, Tamika and Reagan meet up for like a coffee chat situation. They have to have a heart to heart because they have not been getting along. There's been all this fighting. And Reagan didn't even text Tamika for her birthday or on Thanksgiving, yeah. like, which was on Thanksgiving. Not a Thanksgiving text, not a happy birthday text. And Reagan's like, well, that's why I'm here. And Tamika's like, okay, well clearly we're not the same friends yeah. that we've always been because you are keeping things from me. You want me to be a bridesmaid. And she was like, I can't even be a bridesmaid because yeah. I don't know you. I don't know him. I don't know this relationship. And you want me to stand there and, you know, confirm this relationship. That was shocking to me. I could not believe that Tamika said she couldn't be a bridesmaid. That was like, I, to me, that was like a ah! moment. Like, I mean, it's, I mean, I get where she's coming from a hundred percent. Like if there was, if, if Kelsey, if you literally met some like Reese-esque person and like, were just like ignoring me and like, I feel like I could away, never turn someone down unless I like straight up hated them. I would never turn them down to be in their wedding. I feel like that's so I mean, mean. I, would, I, I mean, I wouldn't say no, but I would be like, like, Kelsey, like if I feel, I don't know this person, I, I would like, be like, are you sure? Kyle and Camille's wedding. Like, am I at the right place? I don't know. You're like, like I'm still I would here. be like not caring maybe, but I'd still do it. I mean, it's like, it's, I'd probably do a shitty job. I mean, if you're like low rung, like Kyle was, you just got to show up for the party in the pictures. So. Well, if you're not getting along, you, that's the same thing. Yeah. So, you know, Tamika, I mean, I get where Tamika was coming from, but. I also understand where you're coming from where like she should just show up because she's, she's her friend regardless and she needs to support her. I mean, not, I think but. it's also her way of like making drama about it. I also, like it is. she does. Um, I also thought it was interesting. I think we very rarely see Tamika vulnerable in this show. She always has such a tough front. She has a, a rough exterior. And when she was talking to Reagan, the second Reagan started to get emotional, like she couldn't handle it. She couldn't look at her. She had to look at the ground. We saw her like chin wobbling faces. I've never seen Tamika make. Yeah, so I thought that like, was a uh-oh. great moment and to see like how real their friendship is. So that was why I was also really shocked because you could see how much she wanted them to get along and make it work. And then I think because Reagan had to go, it's my house and focus on that. Tamika was just rubbed the wrong way. Again, I mean, yeah, the, Reagan's argument for everything about feeling left out and all this is her, of her own doing. It's no one else's fault but her own. And at the same time, I wouldn't invite my ex to a Friendsgiving with all the rest of my friends that I want to no. spend that with them. Especially like, when you're trying to make a new life and get the fuck over them and you're with your friends because you can't spend Thanksgiving with your ex-wife. Like, 
Uh, surprise, surprise. She, she has a brand new family and husband and everything. Yeah, She's you have people to ha- spend time with. Jeff doesn't. He doesn't even have family because they betrayed him. So sad. Um, let's talk about family that does not betray each other, and that is Justin's mom. <laughs> what was her name? Like Dottie or something? It is. I wrote it down. It's Dottie Reese. Dottie Reese, which reminds me of Diddy Reese, which is the oh, ice cream a great ice sandwiches. cream cookie sandwich place. Out uh, here in LA, if you guys ever want it, it's by UCLA. Um, but she gives him some really good advice and is basically like, neither of you are perfect. And I think you see that. And subconsciously that's steering you away from the relationship because you and your mind feel like it has to be the right girl, the right time. Everything has to click, which is why you're nervous. But she's like, I told you never waste a woman's time. Mm. She's a smart girl. I loved his mom. I loved her too. And she's a hundred percent right. Like Kelsey, I mean, not you. I'm talking about the other. Yeah. Yeah. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's like, he won't buy the cow if he gets milk for free. Like, he's not, he's not going to commit if she's, like, giving him the whole world. Like, at this point, she has to be steadfast in herself and be like, this is what I need from the relationship. This is what I need you to give me. If you can't give me this, I'm gone. Which is exactly what his mom is like, she's going to do. She's mm-hmm. going to leave you. Um, but I thought it was cute that he's, like, you know, down to, like, go see a psychiatrist and maybe, like... A therapist. Oh, What's the difference? A psychiatrist is going to prescribe you medication, right? Yeah. Well, he's down to go to therapy with mm-hmm. his girl. To see I think if they by can himself. I don't think it's with her. I think it's by himself to figure out why he has this mental block. Oh, really? He's not yeah. going to do couples therapy with I don't her? think it's about couples therapy because I don't think it's anything she's doing. It's that's just making him. this. It's some, something within himself where he can't like make the commitment or get over that hump. Well, like as his mom was saying with the perfectionist thing, that's, you know, if that's what it is, that's his own demon to battle. That's nothing to do with Kelsey. She's never going to be perfect. No one is. I mean, that's the simplest fact. Um, but I mean, I, I thought it was good for him to have that moment with his mom. It showed a little bit of a lighter side of that situation because it's made him look really bad. Especially when he was like, I don't want to jump off that cliff. And she was like, Kelsey was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, jump off a cliff is not the same thing as getting engaged, but nice try, buckaroo. And his mom was such an elegant lady. Oh, yeah. She's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Um, And just, she had so much poise, and everything that she spoke and said was, like, Very so real. Yeah, it was like, can I get her to, like, life coach me? I'm sure she, <laughs> I'm sure she gives lessons and will do it all for us. Um, Let us talk about um, Tamika... Barry and Hunter, and we'll just talk about the situation as a whole because there was two scenes. There was one where yeah. Tamika was lecturing Barry, and then there was one where Barry was giving advice to Hunter. Hunter. Like basically the whole season, we've been hearing Tamika tell Barry, "You need to have the sex talk with Hunter. You need to have a talk with him about being safe as a black man in this society. You need to talk to him about dealing with the police." And she had this whole list of all these things he needed to address, and he wasn't on top of it. And um, we find out that Barry also let Hunter off the hook early from his punishment for getting his speeding ticket. And Tamika is upset because she had no idea, which I totally get. Because what if you're still like, no, you can't do that because you're grounded. And they're like, no, dad said not. I'd be so pissed. (laughs) You'd be like, well, Joe didn't tell me. Like, you're supposed to be a team as parents. And that's like, to me, that's like, ooh, dad's in trouble. (laughs) But I, I, I get where she's coming from, and I and we talk, we've talked about this while watching before, where we think that Tamika and Barry are a really good pair, yeah. but they do need to be on the same page, because, I mean, Barry was very lenient. He didn't really even know where Hunter was, and was just like, oh yeah, he's doing his thing. And Tamika's right, he's 16 years old. Like That's when my parents were started being like, okay, things are getting real. 
and and very finally has that conversation with yeah. Hunter where he's like, you know what? In like two years, you want to go to college, you want to go to UCLA, you want to go to Miami, all these places. Like, first of all, you need to start thinking about that now and start being an adult. But also, other things can get in the way. Like, girls was his big thing. Mm-hmm. He was like, you don't want to have to stay back with Hunter Jr. <laughs> and not go to college. I thought it was hilarious that as this conversation wa- went on, it went from light to dark. Oh, and also, long. Hunter went from, like, being like totally okay about it to being so over it. Like mm-hmm. at the beginning, he's like, I'm playing basketball with my dad. Woo-hoo-hoo, this is fine. And then at the end, he's like in the dark, just like, Oh God, I can't wait to get out of here. He's like, and when will this end? Please will it end soon? I need to know. But I, I'm glad they had the conversation. I'm glad that Barry, I don't know, is either getting more comfortable or is finally ready to have these deeper conversations with his son about what his life needs to look like moving forward and what he needs to do for himself to be, mm-hmm. you know, well, ready he was to be inspired by John's art show. He said, yeah, which is great. So let's talk about John Moody and his whole, his whole program that he did in his art show. So, yeah. so he has son of a saint, which is, Looks like a mentorship program where he basically yes. mentors these boys. I don't know if it's necessarily his program or if he's just participating in it. I think he's probably just a participant. Yeah, I, I think so into too. It, but he has like five boys, which I was like super he impressed keeps by. He's saying it like they're his boys. That's what, how he said he's like my boys. He's like, you know, when I but it's I different. Like boys. he's saying like my boys. You're like his boys. It's like just his children. Like no, like it sounds bad, Eddie. Like uh, get his boys. Oh well. His mentees. There we go. That works. They're his youths. Yes. Um, I thought, I, first of all, love that he's doing this. I love how John Moody's like, you know, my impact on the world isn't just going to be my art. It's also going to be my service, which I think art and service go hand in hand because usually when you're creating art, you're talking about something in society. You're making a statement. There's purpose behind your art. And I love how he ties the two together. Um, he has the boys, you know, kind of talking about the hardships of what it's like to live in New Orleans. Yeah, we see them do a skit um, warning about peer pressure. We see them doing one about undercover cops and police brutality. And we see a third one about, what was the last one about? A shooting. Yeah. Well, all things that, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I have I have no idea about the, like, I guess, seedy underbelly or the... All I know about New Orleans is like Mardi Gras. I mean, you know yeah. Well, I mean? I mean, there's there's hard places everywhere. Yeah, obviously there's yeah. hard places everywhere. But I, I mean, I had no idea. I mean, I still have no idea. I mean, except yeah. for what we just saw on TV. Um, I mean, it's great that I, you know, he's able to tie in his art show with support for this mentee program, which I think is very important and something that's yeah very impactful to the community. And we got to see some really cool art, too, that he tied to both of the paintings. There was, like, a struggle one with, like, a bleeding face. And then there was, like, you know, the beauty of the broken bird wing, you know, that he had in there, too. And all the parts of it that had meaning. It was interesting to see him explain that. Yeah. He was like, the gator is this. Like, this is, like, all the different parts of it. Every single piece on that painting had a, had a purpose and originally when I saw he was going to do those skits I was like this is going to be so corny and I saw the beginning of the first one and was like oh god this is corny and then the second one was like super like arresting and powerful and you saw it on everyone's faces everyone they were shocked dead silent. and then the third one even more so and then the way they revealed the paintings right after and it was so clear what they meant and I thought it was really beautiful and moving 
Yeah, John Moody, as much as they make fun of him for his outfits, which I love, he looked great in that neon I know, I loved this. I loved it too. I love his looks. I'd say go for it, Moody. Yeah. Uh, who is it? Uh, Robin? Yeah, Robin, which is like my Tamika's least friend, friend. My least favorite friend of in the uh, New Orleans cast. My favorite is Rachel, who I think is should be she's amazing. Yeah. by next episode. But this episode, she told Reagan, no more Fugazi, <laughs> <laughs> which was amazing. And Reagan's like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> she's like, don't be a fake. <laughs> she's just like, oh, okay, I'll try not to. Well, let's talk about the Reagan and Rachel talk because I, this kind of is the end of the episode. It, it starts with their friends and she's inviting Reagan to Destin. Florida, which I had to Wait, look up. Wait, Destin? It's not Destiny. I looked it up. It's called Destin, Florida. Okay, I did not think it was Destin. I thought it was West Florida. That's what I thought they were saying. Oh this my whole gosh. Time. I was like, who the fuck wants to go to West Florida? That so, would be not even like on the water. Like, who goes from New Orleans to West Florida? So they're on like the panhandle, or is all Florida panhandle, or no? Well, it's a beach town. It's like a, <laughs> it's a luxury fishing village, according to what I found on Google. It looks very, like, really clean waters, like, really beautiful sand beaches. Like, it's a total, like, let's drink and chill and veg out on the beach. Very Belize. I mean, it's very low budget compared to all the other shows. Yeah, I mean, Destin is I not guess Southern Charm, Dubai. Southern Charm, Charleston, they don't really travel far and wide either. They're like, we went to the Grand Canyon. I mean, we went to Colorado and smoked a bunch of weed. We took a trip to Yosemite. Like, they're not going anywhere fun either. I mean, they're going where they can go. I mean, it's it's not Housewives of New York, Housewives of Beverly Hills. Do you Hills, think their budget is way lower? Longer. Yes, 100%. I mean, it's like Even Shaws, though there are so many seasons in? It's like Shaws of Sunset where they go to Belize. Like They went to friggin' Israel. They've been to like dope-ass places. But not at the beginning. I don't think they went on Birthright. But these shows aren't on the beginning either. This is my I point. Mean, I mean, Nola, Nola is. But Southern Charm is season, what, six? Yeah, but uh, what I think Southern Charm is partly because of Catherine and the kids is because she can't go far. Don't you think? Maybe. I don't know. There's got to be some. Well, they're going to Destin, mm-hmm. which is like some fishing, like I said, some fishing town, which I'm excited to see them on the trip. But Rachel's like, we can go back to being good if, the, one, there's no Fugazi, and two, you don't bring Reese to Florida. You come by yourself because... The healing that needs to happen between you and Jeff needs to happen between you and Jeff. And there cannot be any Reese there to make Jeff feel uncomfortable, to make you like retreat away. Like to make them feel uncomfortable. I thought that was the main gist of it. Like, I don't want to see that. It was a major Valerie Cherish vibes that I was getting. (laughs) That was a really good reference. If people got it. Um, but I mean, I'm with Rachel here. I'm like, do not bring your weird ass fiance that none of us know that's going to make everyone else uncomfortable because everyone's quote unquote team Jeff. Like, just don't do it. And Reagan's chill with it at first. And it's like, yeah, that's fine. That's no biggie. But later on, we see Rachel talking to Reese and they like, she barely has two sentences out of her mouth before um, Reagan comes running over and is like, um, is this positive? Is this a positive conversation? Are you okay, Reese? And Rachel pops the fuck off, which I loved. Because I would have done the same thing. I would have been, yeah, it's positive. I'm just trying to talk to your fiance. She's like, this is just what I was talking about, you fucking dumb bitch. I was telling you to be nice, and you are scrambling over here because you're afraid he's going to let something slip that's going to let them track back to your affair. Guess what, girl? Too late. That was in episode one. (laughs) She's legitimately freaking out. Rachel is, like, done with Reagan at this point, which... 
Honestly, I would be like, you're uninvited from Florida, but that's me. I just uninvite people from things like immediately. <laughs> but I love seeing this side of Rachel because Rachel tells it like it is. I loved the egg moment where she made Re- Reagan hold the eggs. I love, you know, her sitting down and like saying stuff about saying stuff to Jeff and giving Jeff the one-on-one about his drinking. I love this real moment with like Reagan. Rachel is amazing. I think Rachel needs to be main cast next season. Well, we'll see if she can keep up the drama. They have a trip coming up. That they're she's sh- that she's taking everyone on. Yeah, they're featuring her heavy, heavily. So I don't know if she was supposed to be cast and didn't make it or if they're This is like the test yeah, run. Yeah, the test run. So I mean, we don't we haven't seen them add any new cast members to the show. No, we haven't. So we don't know how that's going to look. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean it, she's good enough to make Reagan cry and have to leave the party and say like I just don't feel good I need to be by my doctor when it's like oh no gosh, you yes. just don't want to be around and these people who uh, hate you Reagan is crying like I just want this to be okay and this is like you're hurting my feelings and Rachel's mm-hmm, now you know how I felt she's and like, then well, Tamika pops off she's like get out of here like this is what we were talking about and it just goes completely south so yeah, we'll, we're going to see how this plays out. Um, we're definitely excited for the next episode and we want to make sure you guys don't miss a single one of our Southern Charm NOLA recaps. So wherever you're listening, make sure you guys subscribe, whether it's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Kelsey, how can people find you? They can't. And you can find <laughs> Hot and Bravo by searching on Instagram and Twitter, H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And I'm at Adair underscore Estrada. We will see you guys next time.